Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, December 16th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bulger. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're continuing our talk about Advent, and today we are in Isaiah. But but before we get to our discussion and reading, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, through all space and time and history, you have spoken to your people words of love and grace. And so we ask that for this time, Lord God, you would again speak. For we, your people, are listening. Amen. Amen. Our reading comes from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 61, verses 1 through 4 and 8 through 11. Listen for a word from God. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They shall be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations, and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. And as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as the garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all nations. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Brett, this is spoken from a first-person perspective, I. But who is Isaiah describing? Well, I feel like he's describing a lot of different (laughs) things in his stuff. He's talking about uh, what the Lord will do. And it's it's interesting because as Christians, we... In having the New Testament, we know that Jesus reads this uh, passage in Luke chapter 4 and says, this is me. (laughs) And in that, uh, we can consider Christ bringing about these things. Uh, But we also know that Christ is part of the triune God, and God is the one who brings these things uh, in the person of Jesus Christ, which is what we look forward to in Advent today. 
What do you What do you think? Yeah, and I think Isaiah also has the idea of a suffering servant. Yeah. That there will come one mm-hmm. who will serve the people of God in the way that God wants, and that there will be some suffering that is a part of that. But that that servant is coming, and this is what those kind of characteristics that Isaiah attributes to them. Yeah. Why do you think this was so important to the people of Israel? Yeah, so last week we talked about how that uh, passage from Isaiah was in quote-unquote second Isaiah during the Babylonian captivity. And most scholars think that this was written during third Isaiah on Israel's return to the promised land. And they're returning to devastation. They're returning to a shattered temple, to people... They're people that have been scattered throughout the the land. And so they're returning to kind of this broken place. Um, and so to have a promise uh, that in suffering, to have a promise that the Lord God still remembers them, that even in their brokenheartedness, even in, uh, you know, their recompense that God will still reach out, I think brings immense hope even in a really dark situation. Uh and, and then also, I think it beckons forth of this is what we, you know, it, it, it doesn't let go of the fact of this is what they were punished for, for not doing all these things. So in returning, it's saying God will still be there for you, but don't forget that the things that God has called you to do. It's not just rebuild your own cities and your own temple, but, you know, be sanctified in, in the suffering that you've gone through. Yeah, I mean, this is the greatest word of hope for the people of Israel when they need it. Yeah. Um, So that makes my question dumb in retrospect. (laughs) Why is hope important? Um, But not only is it a word of hope, but it's also a word of truth. This is who God will, uh, is calling them to be and will enable them to be. And um, I was thinking about this kind of... um, Last night we had a session meeting, which is the the elders, the governance of our church. And we were just kind of in awe of all of the generosity we've seen during this season. And when I say this season, I really meant this time of quarantine. Yeah. Like just such, there's such a spirit of, I feel like there's a spirit of ask me and I'll do it. Do you know what I mean? And that's not always the case. Uh Um, And much like Isaiah, I feel like God has given us hope through that. Mm. And yet we're called to do that actually through all time. Um, And so, you know, we have to continue to offer that that hope in our willingness moving forward, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And, And that's what I think Advent is a season for, to stop and to reflect and to reorient ourselves you know again we are, we've said we've said this a couple of times of yes we should be doing this all the time throughout the year yes. but we don't and yeah. so uh, to specifically during this time make sure that we are calling out that we need to reorient that we need to redirect that we are people who God has called to go out and to do the things in Isaiah to go out and to serve for the lowliest of these um, and it's not it's not just in a time of suffering that we're called to do this. It's in a time of, you know, abundance that we are also called to do uh, this. But sometimes it's easier to uh, get to that place when things are hard. Yeah, and I love the church calendar because it sets this time as um, 
you know, how do we prepare for the gift of the Christ child? And a lot of that is through generosity. And so we get to try it out, right? In mm-hmm. the month of December. Yeah. And I do think that bleeds over into the rest of our year. Uh-huh. I am fairly certain that I am more generous than I was my first Advent. Um, and you know, history is long. And so I will hopefully continue to be formed in that way. And I think that's true for all God's people. That's a, that's a fantastic point of, of Advent is the start of the, of the, of the Christian year of the Christian calendar. And we start the year by specifically paying attention to how we'd be generous. And that is how we start our whole year. And I, I hadn't thought about that before, so thank you for pointing that up. <laughs> My work here is done. <laughs> With that, let us read a quote by the writer G.K. Chesterton. Christmas is built upon a beautiful and international paradox that the birth of the homeless should be celebrated in every home. Amen. Thank you all for joining us today. We hope you will join us again on Friday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.